and trains, and we're prepared for it with new techniques and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, you got to walk home. Walk home. Walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wade's Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 42 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast and a fun episode we have in store for you. First and foremost, want to thank you guys for tuning in on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. However you found us, we are certainly glad that you have. And on this edition, we bring back our resident thespian, Kalina Satuka, fresh from the Czech Republic. And we'll hear a little bit about that. Uh, we'll have some headlines. The Silver Fox, Kevin Allen, is in the building. We've missed him the last couple of uh, episodes as well. So he'll be in the building as well. We'll talk some NBA. We'll have an edition of Wifey Side Piece or Crazy X. We'll do a, bit, a little bit of Sports E, and we'll run down some headlines for you guys. We'll bring in Kalina. Welcome back stateside, since you're international thank now. Thank you, thank you. Was that your first time traveling outside of the country? No, oh no, not at all. So, But this is my... Uh, Where have you been? I've been to India. I've been to Uganda. I forgot you went to India with yeah. your dad for the wedding. Yeah. Right. But this was... Uganda, yeah. I, what am I thinking? Yeah, you were in Uganda... Tell them the work that you've done in Uganda. So I work with a nonprofit or nonprofit organization called Sovereign Wings of Hope, and we do a lot of work with orphans and widows, and we do community exchanges. So we bring people from America to Uganda to not just help out and do actual work, but also just to be present, which is a lot of the times what people want when we go over there. They want to know that people in another country care for them and just to be around them, not just to fix their house or something. So we just go over there to make sure that they know that they're that we are present with them and that we are a part of the world community. Do they really care? <laughs> yes, we really I mean, I don't care. know that I would care if somebody in Finland was worried about my situation. Yeah, they do. Because the last thing that a lot of people want is, you come fix my house for a week and then you leave and I never see you again. Like, thank you for fixing my house, but I want to know that I have, I may have an illness, but somebody in another country cares for me by spending oh, time with me, cute. by having some tea. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we also do, or, you know, or I know, I know, and actually, you know, making light of the situation, <laughs> but it's very important work. And I know that it's heart wrenching, I would imagine, to go and see and help, but not be able to sustain that help or. You know, I would want to grab a couple kids and bring them <laughs> back with me, you know? Yeah, it is hard. But then also to recognize that I am not the uh, all-American savior, that they are people, too, and that whatever help that they need, then that's what I'm there for. Yeah, well, that, that you have to compartmentalize quite a bit. But yes. you just got back from the Czech Republic where you were acting, and yeah. and how was that experience? It was great. It was amazing. Um, our show was well-received, and they love us over there. So I'm glad I'll definitely be back. Yeah, well, hopefully you'll be back in the spring, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit about this. I asked her, I asked her a couple of questions about this. I said, well, when you were over there, how did the did politics come up? And you I, you said that they sort of, or at least in the, the limited contact you have with people, 
they thought of us as sort of a, you know, a joke. A little bit of a joke because of, you know, our commander in chief, mostly. I mean, and although I couldn't agree more, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, the, the racist element that comes along with the buffoonery. But I would, you know, I not like I told you, I would put it, I would have put it right back on them. Now. I'm like, oh, well, America is suffering from the sort of nationalism that swept Europe over the past <laughs> decade. So you ain't going to just jump on me without me throwing a few, uh, you know. Well, you're better. But I mean, I don't know. I just it was just very hard to defend. I don't. Yeah, disagree. you can't defend it. But, we, you know, OK, but look at your house. Because really, that neo-nationalism and all that stuff is going on in mm-hmm. Europe as well. So, yeah. But again, I'm glad you had a great experience and you, you know, hopefully you'll continue to do big things. Yeah, I'm so. glad to be back on the podcast. Yes. Oh, and by the way, we did do an entire uh, podcast. You and I did an entire podcast for about an hour. It was wonderful, y'all. And what happened to it, Devin? Well, we, we had some technical difficulties. Uh, so we had part of it, but yeah. I had I, I will post part of it. Somehow, some way, we will do it. I will do it. I don't know how, but we will get that because you were on your soapbox. Like yes, I 9, was. 000. There were so many wonderful things that we discussed, but you know, hopefully, you'll get to hear some of that. Yeah, and, and we'll do it maybe in the best of. But with that, let's get into headlines. All right, Tiger Woods is back, or at least we hope so. Tiger shot a 69, followed by a 68 and was five shots back after two rounds of the Hero World Challenge. In the Bahamas, he briefly took the lead Friday in his first competitive round since his fourth back surgery in three years and 10-month injury absence. In episode 41, Devin and Haywood talked about the end of Eli Manning's 210-game streak as the starting quarterback for the woeful New York Giants. Well, dead coach walking Ben McAdoo says he doesn't regret the way the Giants bungle Bungled or bumbled? Is, I'm going bungled. Well, let's debate this now. Is it bumbled <laughs> or bungled? You say it's bumbled. I believe that bumbling is something that you do with your words and your physical actions. Bungled. Okay, so if I can get some help out of this from my, my listeners, both of the definitions are roughly the same. But okay, because okay. I, I was referencing a bumbling fool, but he they did, in fact, bungle. They bungled yeah. the benching on Friday. He said he was on the same page as co-owner John Mara on benching, but he will be on a different page when he gets fired in a couple of weeks. And lastly, I don't know if you guys saw it, J.J. Watt posted his first post-surgery walk on Instagram. Devin, did you see that? No, but he's he, he is making the most of it. He is a social media, he's loose and free. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) With his social media usage. So, yeah, he's walking again, and he's walking around passing out some of that money he collected for Hurricane Harvey. So that's a good thing. But let's bring in the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen. And, Colleen, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things. A couple of other headlines. Amari Cooper out this week with a concussion. He joins Michael Crabtree as being out for at least one more week for the Raiders. Of course, Crabtree suspended initially two games for the fight with Aqib Tlaib. We talked about that in episode 42, uh, but that was reduced to one game. Uh, what's your thought on on the big fight? 
it was kind of kind of crazy, Devin. I mean, uh, with with Khalid snatching his chain and he Talib, thought it was a joke. Two years in a row. Yeah, he was laughing about it. So after the, the little tussle that they have, whatever they have going on, I, I thought it was kind of a joke to me. Like I said, I thought they made a bigger deal out of it than it needed to be. Right. Uh, also, uh, one of the things I want to talk about, and I want to get Kalina's take on this. Of course, Colin Kaepernick protested social injustice. Well, the NFL comes out this week in a partnership with the players, say uh, that they're going to pledge $89 million over the next several years to fight social injustice by, by contributing to local and national organizations. I know the symbolism of having Colin Kaepernick in the NFL is a big deal, but what are your thoughts on exactly how important this is? Can, can people come back to the NFL now? Well, at least they're showing some signs of of trying to improve the situation as far as uh, getting with the players and putting money out there to help certain programs to to get this thing resolved, at least going in the right direction. So I'm happy about that. On the Houston show, you guys explained some of the way the funds were going to be distributed, which is a lot. So the owners initially will have $5 million uh, that they will give away nationally, and then they will pledge – $250,000 locally, and that'll be matched by the players. That'll make $500,000 to local organizations in all of the NFL cities. But the $5 million will expand to like $12 million by 2021 through 2023. So they made a long-term seven-year commitment for $89 million. I think I think it's okay to turn your TVs back on, and obviously, you know, it, it would be great if Kaepernick got back in the NFL. But like you said on the Houston show, mission accomplished. His impact, whether he's in the league, yes, he's a martyr in this situation. But what he now is responsible for eighty nine million dollars going to the kind of programs that will help with social justice and social change. Right, and that and what that can also do with him not being in the NFL, but from here on out, he's considered, you can say, a hero or some things like that. That can He can go out and speak in engagements and get some other things done with what he wanted to in the beginning on the initial thing. I think he, this does more than I think he could have imagined. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to get Kalina's thoughts on that. Can you go back to the NFL now? Or you still say until you hire him. Because it's not a buyout. It's not a buyout. They, you know, are buy off. They're not paying off the players to stop the protest. None of this money pledged is attached to protest or non-protest. However, Malcolm Jenkins said that he's no longer going to protest. What are your thoughts on on this in, entire situation? The eighty nine million dollars—it's a big deal. Because if you think about it, locally here, if they gave a hundred thousand dollars to the Shape Community Center. Or to, you know, I don't know, you name the organization in the third ward or in the inner city. What could that do? What that what could that do for the community? What could that do for, for social change? Just on a local level. That's not even counting the five million dollars plus that'll be going to national organizations. Okay. Colin Kaepernick got on one knee to protest the injustices that are happening toward within the police community, and the black community. Until that number goes down, you can give a billion dollars. You sh- y'all should have been giving the money to help the community in the first place anyway because as much money as y'all are throwing around for other organizations. So I don't care how much money they give. The point was, what are we going to do 
about police brutality among the black community, specifically black men. If that money's not going toward revamping police education and training, then what is that going to help his initial cause? Well, I, I don't know the specifics of all of the ways that the money will be spent in the charities or the programs that they'll be supporting. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Money talks, everything else walks, you know. And so to actually do it, it won't be an overnight thing. But again, if they and maybe there are programs that are designed to retrain police departments or at least uh, the organizations that can work with like civilian uh, review boards and things like that nature. I, we don't know just yet, but I think any money that is given towards some great causes. That one, that's fine. You know, give to the causes. But I, I'm I'm trying to look very hard at what his initial issue is. And I want that initial issue to change. Well, uh, we'll see how it plays out. But I wanted to get your take on that. want to ask you, Kev, about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. I mean, I'm so excited. I mean, think about this. Like, a lot of our, uh, the, the people that we really love to watch, either obviously getting older or they have gone away. You know, guys that I really like in the game of football, you know, their careers, coming in boxing, all of those things. But now you have Tiger Woods able to come back, and he looked really, really good. And I'm rooting so hard for him because, again, what he did, and I know he's not the poster boy for a lot of stuff. Because he's, he's not fighting the power. A week before all of this, he was playing golf with Donald Trump. But the symbolism of having him in a all-white sport is still huge after all of this time. And, and I go back to the energy and excitement he brought to the game of golf way back when. Again, I, I said on the air this morning, I started playing golf right before he took off. And, boy, I, was, I rode the wave of, of golf popularity. I'm excited. He's like, I mean, think about it. He's the Michael Jordan, you know, of golf. He's he's an icon and one of the biggest icons of our life. Yeah, I'm happy to see him back. If he can make it through this tournament with his health, because, you know, the last few tournaments that he's been he he's participating, he, he pulled out because of his back and things of that nature. But it looks like he, he has it back at full strength now. I'm waiting for Sunday. If he's in the hunt for Sunday – then he's going to put that pressure on some of the other guys because that's what he always does on that Sunday, and that's the day that I love watching him. Uh, he's great for golf. He's great for the sport. It's just amazing how many African-Americans tune in just when this guy and is And not only that, for, for a lot of people, the young people, and really all this, this wave of young golfers, white golfers, have really emulated and looked up to Tiger and have been able to be successful when you talk about the, the Roy McElroys and the – and the Justin Roses and all of those guys. And but it, it's good also to, to see this guy back on the golf course with all of the off-the-course things that he's been happening through in his life. In his been, life. And he's been going through some rough times, and, and I know going through those things, it does take a, a moment to get yourself back mentally. Yeah, and, and divorce. And, yeah, and it wore, you know, it a couple wore of on A bad him. relationships and – and and sex therapy and whatever he yeah, had going but, on. You know, going through the divorce possibly and then, you know, not having your kids around, things like that, that can wear on you. I'm not so worried about the last incident that happened because I'm looking at that that stemmed from some of the other oh, yeah, problems. The, the that medication, he had, yeah, the opioid thing is real. And and you know, because that was probably dealing with some of the other mental things that he was going through. Well, so I just think that it looks what, like he's going he 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 may be the old tiger, so I 
I, I was telling people back then, don't count him out yet because he's still not old in golf. So By, can, in golf terms, yeah, in exactly golf terms, right. yeah. I mean, college football, a lot of lot of revolving seats and and chairs. As Jimbo Fisher takes the A and M job, Kevin Sumlin is out ten years, set between seventy five and eighty million dollars on that deal. Set for life is Jimbo Fisher. First of all, a lot of people saying, "Oh, Kevin Sumlin got fired." Poor Kevin Sumlin. Well, the Tuesday after he got fired, he the A and M was required to deposit ten million dollars into his account. So, don't weep for Kevin Sumlin. And yeah, you know, I wish because I like what he did at the University of Houston. I wish he would have stayed, but he did the right thing in leaving because he made money he never would have made at University of Houston, and he's almost guaranteed another shot at a big-time job. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on that. Herman Edwards is coaching again at, at Arizona Herm. State. Uh, yeah. and, Did he and, get that job? Did yeah, he get yeah. Uh-huh. And okay, then, great. And then Tennessee, they can't they can't shoot straight. They fire their AD and uh, former will take over as AD at Tennessee. What's your thought on Jimbo Fish and Kevin Sumlin here in Texas? Well, Kevin Sumlin, I think he did a great job at, at Texas A&M. Uh, Putting him back, he, he kept him relevant, um, especially when he had Johnny Manziel, but just couldn't get it right on the defensive well, side. Well, the problem also is you have unrealistic expectations. Yeah, he kept the the the, the school relevant as it pertains to football in the SEC because they could have really got lost if they had a three or four year stretch where they just were really really bad. That could set you back twenty years now, um, but. You know, the thing is, you're in a conference with Alabama and LSU. And they even but schools I, like I Ole Miss. I don't make that as an excuse, though, Devin, because you're here in in this rich tradition of football, and he was getting some good football players, but they just couldn't get it right on the defensive side. So uh, at one point he had three quarterbacks. And they had to believe in it. Yeah, yeah, so he was getting the players, so I don't – feel sorry for him. He could have won there. You know, Alabama's coming here getting players, and you hear where they're getting them. So I don't feel sorry for him. And then with the $10 million he, he's going to have, and he'll get another job. He'll be coaching again next yeah, year. So yeah. he's fine. Yeah, he'll be, or he'll be on television. He'll be he'll find no, a way. He'll be fine, but Jimbo. Jimbo Jimbo's set for life. Do you think he can bring this school a national championship? Because I don't. If he doesn't do it in the first couple of years, I don't think. He will be able to because right now it's on the Jimbo wave because of the name that he has. But just me as But that far, name can fade quick. Look yeah, at Tom Herman a year, a year But ago. that's what I'm saying in the, in the first few years. But my thing is I think Jimbo Fisher is overrated. I do too. So the, the name Jimbo Fisher, he'll be able to get the players the first couple of years. So if he doesn't get it done the first couple of years, he's not going to get it done. I'll give him a three-year window. If he doesn't get it done, then he won't get it done. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up the first part of this uh, podcast. Uh, we have you know, our musical interlude, but coming up in the second half, the wifey side piece or crazy X segment is coming up and a little bit of Sports E. You are tuned in to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and more. We'll be back. I wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now. Stop now. You done did it. Come on. Uh, yeah. All right. Hold up. Baby, when we're crying, that's right. 
Podcast want to uh, bring the Silver Fox Kevin Allen back into the building for a segment we call Wifey Side Piece or Crazy X. Now this is how this works. Okay, I'm gonna give you three names. You tell me who would you wife up? Who would you make the long term commitment to? Who is the the one that you can have fun with but not commit to? And then who is the one you stay away from at all costs? Now, let's talk about the MVP race because we got into this on, on the air. So far, it's still early in the season, not even at the halfway point of the NBA season. But as far as MVP votes, if it went down today, wifey, side piece, or crazy ex, who are you wifing out of these three? Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, or James Harden? What order do I need to go in? Who are you, who, who are you okay. committed to? Who are you who wifing? Who am I committed? Oh, this I, I, I'm wifing you, one of these yeah. two. I'm wifing Kyrie. Your wife and Kyrie, you think that he he can sustain this and, and really make that push for, for the MVP? I'm wifing Kyrie. Okay, and then who's your side piece? James Harden. Okay. <laughs> and that crazy ex is that dude in Cleveland. Oh, man. Yeah, Look, man. I thought I was bad on LeBron. You you yeah you got it in for him you got it in yeah, for him that, big time that, that that's the crazy X because when it doesn't go right he throws everybody under the bus that's the crazy X here, here this is the way I'm gonna go with it I think that of course superstars suffer from when we get fatigue of giving the guys the award over and over again and and, and giving them repeatedly giving them accolades we saw this with Jordan Jordan could have won the MVP every year just about. That he was in there, he still he didn't. But there were other guys that wanted. But I'm going to I'm going to actually wife LeBron James because the momentum is is being gained by what he's doing with it, with his team again, 15 and seven as of this podcast, and they have no point guard. He's doing it with Isaiah Thomas. He's getting it done. He's the only show in town for them. I mean, the other guys are not. I mean, you got you got Kevin Love. Let me ask you a question. In the MVP race, Harden and, and Irving shot out of the gate. Of course. But LeBron team stumbled. So when they stumbled, he stumbled. Right. So I can't give him MVP because he stumbled. I can't <laughs> wife him. He stumbled out of the gate. Right. And part of the problem was him. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm going to say this. This is what I'll say. I think that, you know, yes, and maybe I'm biased against James Harden because – we talk about this all the time. You say he's a regular season guy, and I don't know how he will ever – I don't know how he's been able to rebound image-wise from that crazy postseason performance where he just didn't show up in game six and seven. It was just – it was embarrassing. But I think – so I have a, a negative bias against him for, for that reason. But I think, like I said, LeBron is playing some good ball. You have to appreciate – what is he, third in scoring, fourth in assists? something like that. And I know Harden has, is better in both of those categories, and, and that's why I will make Harden my side piece. And I think he can su sustain this. It seems like, at least in the short term, the Chris Paul-Harden thing is working right now. Let's see how it, it moves, as opposed to Oklahoma City, where it's not working right now. I, I, I As a side note, do you think they can get that thing back in Oklahoma City? Russ got to be Russ. Russ. Russ can't defer. He's got to go ahead and play, and those guys are going to have to play off of Russ in order for that thing to work. But what he's doing is trying to keep everybody happy 
So he's going to have to just go out and play like Russ and everybody else feeds off of him. So you you think they can't get it back? If Russ go ahead and play. Okay. And but uh, and so anyway, just to finish up on this one, um I'm I'm wife and LeBron in the MVP race. My side piece is is Harden and I think at some point uh those that load in Boston will get a little heavy. I think those young guys tend to hit stretches where they don't play well and I think the team will not not play well, but Brad Stevens is doing a wonderful job in Boston, man. I said before Hayward got hurt that they would go to the NBA Finals. I think they may go back, uh, even without Gordon Hayward. We'll, we'll have to see. Okay, second up in the wifey side piece or crazy ex, who's, uh, who, whose ejection do you like the most, Durant, Davis, or LeBron? Both of those guys, uh, all three of those guys got ejected this week. The first time ever for Anthony Davis. And the first time ever for LeBron James. I mean, I mean, as a, as it pertains to being surprised, who are you who are you most surprised with? Who are you wifing up as far as your level of surprise for getting ejected from a game? Anthony Davis. That surprised me the most with the ejection with him. LeBron, his first one ever. So I, I that's, kinda, the, that's the side piece. That's the side piece, and then Kevin Durant be the crazy ex. And, and I, I agree with it with Durant being the crazy ex. With LeBron. Thought he he's been kicked out before, but they give him everything. <laughs> so finally, when it, that's why I always give him as a crazy ex when he doesn't get and it's not going his way, he loses it. And, and I will say this: I agree with you in that I would wife. In my level of surprise, I would wife Anthony Davis because again, you never see this guy. He's always even kill, and for him to get kicked out is a is a big big deal. And then, you know, Kevin Durant, the crazy ex. And, and like I said, LeBron, I'm surprised. But, again, I'm surprised that he hadn't been kicked out before now. So, um, you know, there there it is. So, here we go. The the playoff. Well, this is championship Saturday. So, we don't have the results of how this thing has played out. So, we can speculate. And I'm going to give you three teams. Who are you wifing up to be the national champion out of these three teams? Clemson, Oklahoma, or Alabama? Keep in mind – one or two of these teams may not, or maybe even all three may not even make it into the playoff. But so out of these three, before we know the results of the championship games, who are you wifing? Who are, who's the side piece and who's the crazy egg? Clemson is my wife. You think they can beat Miami and get it done in the ACC title? I like Clemson. The last few years, Clemson has been balling. They, they get it done. They just bottom line, they're going to go get it done when it's time Time to go to work. They got it. Uh, side piece. Well, crazy X. Let's go here. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you on that X is Alabama. Yeah. With, with Saban and then. The side piece is Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And, and I agree with you. Look, Clemson is pretty consistent. And I think it'll be a tougher game than you would imagine versus Miami. I think Oklahoma, although they could lose. Baker Mayfield is the best. He's the best quarterback on all three of these teams. So, and he's the Heisman winner. I, you know, he, that's gonna probably happen. He's a jerk and a jackass, or say honest. But at the same time, he's the he's the the best out there and being able to ball like he does. Uh, although, again, I'm rooting for TCU because you know I don't. I mean, being from Texas, I root against most but if, things. But if from TCU Oklahoma. wins, then no Big Twelve is in that Final Four. I know. I hate that. I, I hate that because. The, 
you know, TC, you got screwed a couple of years ago right. with that same thing. So, yeah, you're right in that way. But, yeah. But Alabama, like I said, I don't think that they'll get in. They may. I know they want to find a way to get them in because it's big business. I want everybody to win out. Leave it like it is. Well, but see, if everybody won out, then Alabama wouldn't get in. So, you, <laughs> I you, like need, a, like you need a couple upsets. You no, need, no. Because, I mean, if you had to take a team, if Wisconsin was to lose to Ohio State, do you take – Ohio State or Alabama? Oh, well, Alabama get in with any loss, with anyone losing, they'll get in. But if okay. everybody wins out, I don't want to see Alabama in there this year. I'm tired. Yeah, I, I, I want to see them just because, again, I, I, I just love – I want this whole process to be destroyed. So uh, I think we, we pretty much agree on everything uh, this week. Wanna, before we get out of here, want to bring in Kalina with our sort of our sports E. There were a couple things – that we hadn't talked about. That's worth, at least worth mentioning a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know. We Simone Biles. Simone Biles is. Going to be an honorary cheerleader for the Houston Texans. I guess. You know, I'm so anti-Texans right now because of <laughs> the organization, the, the media relation, <laughs> just the fan base, and the performance on the field. Aside from Deshaun Watson and Lil Mario Jadavion Clowney. Uh, you know, not a lot to root for on that team, and I don't, I don't like this. But I mean, if if she wants to do it, hey, she brought home the gold. Let her do whatever she wants to do. If she wants well, to be a cheerleader. You know, I I find all of the, these these things, these stunts, as you call them, very interesting that they're happening all around the same time. I feel like there's this big giant push to be like. The NFL, get more people to watch no matter what, specifically the Houston Texans, because, you know, who's watching that anymore except hardcore fans? Um, And gamblers. And gamblers. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, this will be interesting to see. Um, You know, maybe that'll inspire people to turn on their TV. And and they may not. I mean, I think that'll enhance the in-game experience, but only if she does like 50 flips in a row, (laughs) like go, you know, from from end zone. No, I would watch that. That would be awesome. And what else do you have? I know you had. Oh, we talked about the, the Josie Altador, Simone Stevens, the new power cup on sports. He's going to the MLS finals, and she won her first major this year and got a huge check. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, if you young black love is beautiful. <laughs> if you see it, they're they're really banging up on uh, Instagram and on on social media. So I think. Uh, this will be a couple to watch. I mean, if they have kids, that will be some, like, super kids. I mean, think about it. I mean, go back to, like, Odell Beckham. His mom ran track. Dad was a football star. You know, hey, look, if you have a, a soccer star and a tennis player, hey, man, you have an Olympian, you know, right there. And both successful, so, yeah. The one, Dirk and Whiskey, both, both his parents, weren't they basketball players? Yao Ming's mom was a basketball player. Yeah, so, you know, genetics is, is, is a thing. It's a thing. That and AAU, right? But And finally, I want to give you an opportunity to comment on the royal couple. We have a sister in Buckingham Palace. What's oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Because I am biracial, I am very quick to say she is biracial. So she is half white, half black. No. I mean, no. No, no, you got to say she's black. Okay. Just for the purposes of everything, because we know that there'll be people who only see her as black. There already have and we been. want we want to to screw that nail a little bit tighter. Okay. Well, I won't get into you with that on the air. But um yeah, I think this is very a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's interesting. Um and their their kiddos will be American. Well, Did you hear about that? 
What, what, their what? kiddos will also be Amer- uh they'll be American. Right, well cuz cuz the mom is American. Yeah. yeah. And they And she's a divorcee and 3 years older than, than You know, Princess She got that whip appeal. <laughs> Princess Diana opened the doors for all sorts of, you know, possibilities. So good for good for Harry. Kev, what, what do you think of the new well, I don't even know what our title was because he's like sixth in line to the throne, so he'll never be king. And I was late on, on, on this deal until yesterday when some people were catching me up, you know, on this deal. Mm-hmm. So is she, where exactly is she from? Is She's this, from, where is she from? She went to Northwestern, but she's from, I forget where she's from. They said yesterday. So, I don't, so a lot of things are changing, uh, going against the tradition, I guess, with these kids here because... That young one, he's he's off the charts. Yeah, yeah, and he likes the sisters. If you look at, yeah, yeah a lot of pictures with Rihanna. There's Man. a little rumor there, and they got a bunch of pictures. You know, I tell you what, Twitter went crazy about it. the black women on Twitter. Were, were, you know, they were pretty proud to have a sister representing all over. You know, so hey, hey. yeah, I, I think I, I get I get so sick of that because they're getting ready to like rob us blind our own government with some of the stuff that they're doing with this new tax bill but we're worried about the royal i mean it's so much stuff going on we got a russian president but we're worried about the royals it, what is the new thing you know you concentrated on all of the issues social injustice oh squirrel royal couple oh follow royal couple oh oh we are so easily distracted by nonsense. Now, here on the podcast, we have room for nonsense. This is kind of some of what we do is nonsense. So here it doesn't quite count. So I'm not being hypocritical. But, I mean, legitimate news sources, like, if you have 30 minutes to tell me what's going on in my world, why is six minutes of this dedicated to the effing royal couple? I it, I get so irked by and look we in america don't even believe in monarchy on any level we left the monarchy because we didn't like it and yet oh we're so in love oh gail <laughs> king oh oh i'm just so thrilled and you can just see people oh oh this is oh this is the most beautiful thing ever now i will give them this they do pomp and circumstance like i mean if they have a royal event it's a royal event. You can't. It's, it's hard to duplicate what they can do so, for events. So catch me up on this, and Kalina touched on this. Tell me more about this young lady, cause I'm I'm late. She on it. is an actress, or act, former actor. Now I guess I don't think she'll be doing it anymore. She was on some show I'd never heard of. Suits <laughs> on USA. Had you seen it? No, I don't watch Suits. But they try to act like now that she was a a a a superstar actress, you know. I Uh, I mean, she's successful, and I I think she was on Fringe. Yes, she's right here. She's She's beautiful. She's cute enough. I mean, beautiful. I mean, we'd have to take the Frenchies and. and, Oh my gosh, she is from. We'd have to hit that buffet a couple times, put a little meat on her bones. Wow. She's a, her mother is a size zero, but other than that, her mother's African American, her father is white, and she's from California. Don't say African American. So she, let me ask you this: she is biracial. So talking okay. to the mic, talking to the mic. So is she black or white? She's half black, she's half white. She's biracial. So, but her mother, like I said, yeah. So her mother's black and her father's white. And I think I think this is an important important point, specifically in the terms of acting, because I mean now quote-unquote black is hot but no racially ambiguous is hot 
when you look at people That's like what true. is is she what is she so it's your season actually. Yeah, it really is my season because <laughs> if you look on all of these commercials you see you don't see black women you don't see white women you see well, what is she is she is she hispanic is she asian is she she's mixed up in the, because they want to market to Every possible person. But I think specifically it is important to say she is biracial because if you look at Meghan Markle, she looks ambiguous, but also just Caucasian enough to be palatable to people who may not want to see a dark skinned woman. However, she is. So you uh, said she passing. <laughs> there. I'm saying that maybe Hollywood wants women who can pass. Well, so I, I think it's it's all about the money when it comes to that kind of thing. So you know, she's nice looking. She is nice looking. And Man, like I said, she, she's really, really, really. Like if you I'm look not... skinny on television, you really are skinny. She's... Now, if you see me on camera, I'm I'm relatively in, in good shape, but on camera. I, I don't look. <laughs> hey, hey, we're worried about you, but she's nice looking. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a nice looking, she's, nice looking young lady. Yeah. So is she the slim type? Since you're talking about that, I guess she's really, really thin. She's really thin, thin. Okay. like re- like Thandie Newton thin. Like you know, I don't know if you know she. She's super, super thin. Okay. So and nothing is wrong with that, ladies. No, no, no nothing is wrong. No, no. see, because I'm trying to find out because I'm just now learning about this. So that's yeah. why I was asking. Man, you, you would have say, to get on Twitter, man. Man, that that's some God. You know, my you tweet tel- you tweet about the basketball game. That, my, you go to my house, all four or five televisions on ESPN, ESPN U, mm-hmm. CBS Network. I don't have time. For right, that. right. So you got to catch me up on that. Big ups to Gramner for being uh, Georgia Tech the other day. That's. Good so, hey, with that, before I let go. Before I let go. Hey, before I let go, on December the 9th, we're doing a social media blitz. So I'm asking a number of folks, anybody within the sound of my voice, on December 9th or before if you guys want to. But specifically on December 9th, I want you guys to tweet or text or Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram, something about the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. I have a few celebrity friends that'll be doing that. And uh, so be on the lookout on social media. And if you want to join in, December 9th, we will do a social media blast. That's one week from today. So, hey, want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Kalina. You're very welcome. Hey, Silver Fox, we appreciate you, like always. Thank you very much, Devin, for having me, man. I really appreciate that. And you're at Allen, Allen Ron 10. That's it. Man, you're good. Yeah, I got it. And you're at So underscore Cali. Yes, that's right. And the Sports Talk with D-Wade on the Instagram page. You need to put your picture on that page so people can see how racially ambiguous you are. Okay, I'll do it right now, actually. Yeah, and of course, uh, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group on Facebook. And please continue to check us out. Want to thank folks in France. I don't. Did you do that? I had like like a bunch of listens in France this Ooh. from two different cities in France. I actually did put you in the program, so maybe I look for Czech Republic listeners. I hadn't I hadn't seen before. Them. I let go on this segment or whatever. Can Kalina say something in one of those other languages? Yeah. Did you learn any Czech or whatever? I did not, but I did learn this. I used it all the time. You guys ready? Hello, Sprechen du English? because <laughs> that's all i needed it was like do you speak english good here we go, there go. Uh, were there a lot of english speakers where you went yes uh in in prague there were in berlin it was about 50 50 okay. so i needed i needed to do english a lot <laughs> <laughs> okay 
Well, again, hey, want to thank you guys so much. You can tweet me at Wade's Word. Share, like, subscribe. Please comment so we'll know what your comments are. What do you feel? What do you like? What don't you like? And again, as always, have a great day.